on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. Which social network really is the most PC? And what was a real score yesterday's testimony? Did Zuck land any good rebuttals? Did the dinosaurs on the Capitol Hill really stick it to him? Let's go ahead and farm out there, too. I want to know what you think is a barrier to entry as far as social networks go these days. We were just talking about how Twitter, uh, it's got different rules and things that are kind of inherited from the period before the at symbol and all that. What features, and we'll stick with the term features, that are on social media right now, do you think act as a, uh, a barrier to entry for maybe older generations or even younger, depending on your perspective? Do you guys have any insight on this? It's something I've been thinking about for a while because, like, I know I went from, oh, Facebook is great. I'm a college student with fellow college students to, like, oh, God, somebody get that your racist aunt off of my feed. Like, that's where we've gone. I think Snapchat is probably a good example of a platform that intentionally tries to be confusing for olds. And (laughs) I don't know. I I keep trying to get back into Snapchat and then I don't. it's just, it's kind of more, you guys, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I've generally used it more as like a, almost like a form of texting mm. to like a friend or, you know, my brother Snapchat, as opposed to, yeah, Snapchat as opposed to Twitter where, or Facebook, which I don't generally use that often where um, you, you just kind of like speaking to the public square kind of thing. I actually don't yeah. remember the last time I used same, same Snapchat. Here. I mean, really? I, I, you're the yeah. youngest one of all of yeah. us. I was, no, I mean, I was Instagram stories. I used. I don't think I've often. ever used it regularly. That's the thing. I think and a lot of folks are switching over to Instagram stories, right? Because that's basically the same thing. And so, yeah, it's um, in terms of the the kind of cryptic. I would just say the the culture mm. uh, in, in some of these social networks. Twitter almost has a language of its own. And that is because Instagram that, too. Instagram too. And like those, you would those post are, a photo on Twitter that you would, or let me rephrase that you would post a photo on instagram that you wouldn't really post on twitter like the the, the instagram photos are like you're always supposed to make them look pretty or whatever i don't know right but just in general like that i think that kind of that language that that culture makes it really tough for any like newbie to come in Mm. also maybe i'm just old yes and everything makes me feel old yes you are maybe roger (laughs) thank you Zuckerberg mentioned uh, TikTok as a serious competitor to Facebook during yesterday's pro- uh, proceeding. Uh, what do you guys think about that? I don't remember if he mentioned TikTok yeah. at the mm-hmm. at that hearing, but uh, Facebook has definitely tried to prop up TikTok as a major competitor because obviously Twitter and Snapchat are much <laughs> much smaller. Right. Uh, TikTok is definitely growing really really quickly. Um, Although now that they're they're congressmen now are asking for investigations into tiktok and it obviously it's it's ties in in, in, in china and china whether that's a security issue whether it's a security issue whether it's a propaganda issue or a misinformation issue there's 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 a lot of scrutiny there right so i guess facebook would love it if there was more scrutiny on tiktok <laughs> but i think it, i think there's plenty of scrutiny single, to go around though that's right. the thing every single one of these social uh companies though is tiny compared to Facebook. Yeah. Facebook, yes. uh, you know, counts their number of users in the billions, whereas a lot of these other folks, at least on a daily active user basis, counts it in, you know, a hundred million, a hundred million, 200 million, something like that. So it's, it's really like small fractions comparatively. So that's why there's a lot of attention on Facebook. And I think it's definitely well merited. Yeah, definitely. 
So as far as perception goes, let's talk about the advertiser's perception of a given platform. Uh, Eric had this really interesting takeaway that says Twitter is too non-PC for many advertisers. In my mm-hmm. opinion, that leads to questionable content, and they do want and they do not want to associate with that. Do you think that's really the case? Do you think there's like a preconceived notion about virtually every social media platform that advertisers go into thinking? And is Twitter actually the really most non-PC one out there? Well, yeah. Twitter Twitter has the rap for it. I mean, I yeah. think um, Bob Iger's book, I think he mentioned that like when they were thinking about Disney was thinking about maybe buying Twitter, they pulled back because of its reputation. It's content. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. And back then when they were considering that, that was a couple of years ago, it was even more toxic and negative than it is today. So Dorsey has definitely made an effort to try to improve the site and clean it up. But I think most people would argue that there's still a lot of work to be done there. Yeah, and I'd also throw in YouTube as oh, yeah. a, another Correct. place with yeah. toxic content. Although that there are plenty of advertisers there, though. Mm-hmm. And so they've I, done a better job, I, too. I would argue, also, beyond just the fact that it's a toxic environment, I mean, Facebook, it's probably why it's in trouble. I think it's really good at getting information on its target audience for advertisers, which is why it's been so effective at selling ads. Twitter, I think, less so. Uh, I don't think they're as... They're not as like granular in their data as uh, as Facebook is, and I think that has a lot to do with it too. And, and it's worth mentioning if we are going to, um, you know, kind of criticize YouTube and Twitter, it is worthy of mentioning that Facebook obviously deserves that type of criticism as well. It was mentioned during the hearing yesterday about um, the Christchurch mass shooting. Yep, uh, it's, You could still find it apparently on Facebook. They mentioned that yesterday. Also, there are a variety of issues with child exploitation that they really hammered Zuckerberg on. And they mm-hmm. said, you know, you've got to do a much better job with this. So uh, that's the problem with a lot of these social media sites is, is that they're kind of these open platforms and a lot of the stuff that ends up bubbling up in them uh, can be extremely problematic. Well, it's also funny that, that uh, that's kind of Zuckerberg's argument against the antitrust uh, criticisms. How um, so? Oh, yes. Yeah, well, so they have because they have all the resources to fight these problems. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Right. If like you break his, us up, then we're not going to be able to fight these. Look at Twitter. They can't do anything because they're tiny. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Which is it's kinda, an interesting it's argument. It's a dubious argument for me. It's a little bit like, I don't know, like we know better than you. We need all this power and resource to fix these problems. I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Yeah. More questions. <laughs> More Hello. questions. Hello. Uh, the, here's, here's a good one to kind of to, to riff on. Let's go ahead and give a rating or a score, per se, to our beloved congressional candidates yesterday. How many of them do you think Zuckerberg's answers actually landed on? Uh, well, you watched the whole thing, I watched so you're the probably whole thing. the best, uh, best equipped answer. Right. So in the six how, hours of... T- Percentage-wise, how many sailed clean over their heads and how many actually are going to have good results? Right. So each... It, so there were dozens of folks that spoke and each of them only got five minutes. So mm-hmm. in general, they were kind of scolding him and barraging him with things that they thought about like i think this or you should do that or i don't like this so about fewer libra. questions more just like accusations Correct. and 
just proclamations. Right. It's and a lot of political theater. Yeah, just, it is. Know, well, you know, th- that was their opportunity to really get their words in. And anytime they felt like Zuckerberg was filibustering them, they were they would interrupt and say, my time or or like taking my time back. Yeah. And like basically just shut them up and say, like, we get it that you're one of the world's richest people, but this is our house. <laughs> and, well, I, I think that's you know. the the frustrating thing is like all this grandstanding and all this all this talk i mean i don't know if it's going to lead to anything right? no and that was the yeah. point at yeah. the end too i yeah. think um I it was mchenry it. yeah yeah it was a republican <laughs> mchenry basically said like i don't know that we learned anything from from this i i would probably i i think that's a pretty harsh argument from the six hours of testimony i think a lot of the uh lawmakers got the opportunity to go and at least say their piece about here are our concerns about libra where right. they're really concerned about uh how it might influence the dollar how it might uh support terrorism, yep, child exploitation, yep. all sorts of other issues like that. But did any of these arguments really land on Zuckerberg? I would probably say Congresswoman Be- Betty, Beatty, um, she had the most effective arguments mm-hmm. uh, of anybody where she was talking about diversity hiring at Facebook, where it seemed Zuckerberg was wholly unprepared to answer those questions, where she said, how many lawyers, outside lawyers do you hire that are from diverse organizations? How many contractors? How many vendors? And he was, I don't, I don't have the answer to those. I don't have the answer to those he seemed completely uh, like on unsure footing on that situation and she was saying maybe if you had a better maybe if you did a better job having diverse voices you wouldn't have so many problems so i think she really that that was probably one of the strongest back and forths i had seen um I know everybody was waiting for AOC, but I, I didn't think AOC really landed a strong punch that time around. Oh. I know well, she, she has. Didn't, she didn't ask anything about Libra, right? No, she was she was specifically talking about political ads, political like ads, misleading yeah. political oh, yeah. ads, and, and yeah, yeah. you know, I it was yeah for political theater. I'm sure a lot of and people I missed were the AOC segment that. though. But like, did Zuck kind of? Did he just repeat what he said the yeah, previous week? Or? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Right. There wasn't there wasn't a lot of new stuff there. So okay. it was yeah. more that AOC being high wattage, everybody was like, What's she gonna say? But I, I don't think she landed a punch, honestly. The interesting thing about her her exchange is that she um <clears throat> she crowdsourced questions yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. Right? Um, and we actually submitted questions ourselves. What yes, did we, she did no, not. Did she, she didn't use them. She, she didn't use them. them. <laughs> I, I confirmed that she did not use our questions. But we keep we'll keep trying. <laughs> AFC, if you're watching, we'll keep submitting questions. <laughs> Yan asks, is YouTube even really considered a social media? If it is, then how are... Oh, shoot, I lost the screen. If it is, then how are competition between Facebook and YouTube? Will they coexist with each other, uh, given that Facebook keeps trying to compete uh, with uh, everybody with uh, Facebook Watch and whatnot? How are they going to coexist in the relative near future? Yeah, uh, YouTube is 100% a social network, I think. Um, Facebook is trying to compete, but they're really not doing a uh, a good job. I mean, I mean, Facebook watch they're they're different though, right? Yeah, uh, I know Facebook wants to become more like YouTube, and it's not really working. But Facebook is dominant for different reasons than YouTube is dominant, right? Like it's a social network, but it's also it's also a media player, right? Like the right. biggest media player in the world. Um, but and and because it's not like people connect with each other necessarily on YouTube, right? Comments, comments. Um, I guess sharing videos, but right. both yeah, of them it, have it, tried it to different. do. It is. It's di- it's, that's the thing. They're very. Yeah. There's. I'm not saying they're not. It's not a social network, but it's. They approach things very differently, right? Um, it's why both. I think. I mean, both are relatively dominant in their respective fields with advertising. 
Mm-hmm. Right. But yeah. both of them have also tried to do like scripted shows, like more higher spec scripted stuff. Like that's right. what Facebook watches yeah. for. And I haven't seen that been although, successful. Although yet. YouTube has a karate kid. I have to Cobra watch Kai. Cobra People Kai. Like that? Is it it's good? like the most watched. Is it Apparently, like the most watched really scripted successful. show? Well, they say it's the most watched scripted show on YouTube, but I don't know. I think they gave some numbers and they're actually pretty impressive. Right. But, but people generally, don't go on YouTube they, it's for a pretty that. terrible track record for on both sides in terms of scripted premium content. Yeah. Yeah. Remember when we used to be on Facebook, Facebook Live? Yeah. For a hot for, second. Yeah. We were on that for was fun. Was it like a month? How yeah. long was that? That's when we started. We, we were on yeah, Facebook we actually Live. started on Facebook Live and then we switched over to YouTube. We're like, oh, that YouTube thing, that's never, that's not going to take off. Yeah. We should <laughs> we should stick with Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to know what all of your highlights from yesterday's uh, testimony were. Anybody have any good one shots in there? Oh, I think we went over quite a few of them. So Maxine Waters intro, I thought was really, really strong. Uh, Beatty, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing that name. That one was a really strong back and forth. There was also the guy uh, that talked about Zuckbucks. I think it was a Democrat (laughs) named Sherman, where he basically described uh, Libra as uh, a sophisticated burglary tool. And then, and then he had like up on the projector screen, a dollar bill with Mark Zuckerberg's face on it. And it said Zuckbox or Zuckbuck. And, um, it, whatever. There was just a moment of fine levity during the six yeah. hours where my <laughs> eyes were bleeding. So, uh, yeah. and, and then, yeah, Maxine Waters, I think I asked a question that we all asked, we all asked, which is with all these problems going on, why are you even doing this? Yeah, totally. And I, I think that was really the, the, a, a very smart way to set the table. Yeah, yeah. And to their credit, a lot of the questions were about Libra. And right. a lot of the questions were very sophisticated and specific about how are you going to run this? How are you going to ensure that it's actually going to be functional? And those questions are much, much harder to answer now that MasterCard, Facebook, yep. sorry, MasterCard, Visa, and PayPal have stepped away because those are the payment processors that have all the institutional knowledge yep. about kind of avoiding uh, uh, fraudulent or problematic payments. I was curious, like in the minds of, I mean, you've covered Visa, MasterCard in particular, and well, PayPal as well. But like at the beginning, like what went in their minds when they were getting into this initiative? My impression is, I, I don't have any like inside info on this, but my impression is, is that, you know, there's another big tech company that's doing a big project. Right. We don't want to be uh, left, left behind. Okay. We don't okay. want to be on the dock while this ship is sailing away. So we're going to at least join on board and see how this goes. And ultimately, I think they realized it was way riskier and way more problematic and getting so much more blowback than they anticipated. Right. Visa and MasterCard especially. And PayPal I mean, they're pretty conservative companies. Yes, that's well, exactly yeah, I also, what I was about to say. Yeah, I also yeah. think that Facebook is kind of positioning Libra as for, you know, more of the developing world. And yeah, I that's, think they, yeah, that's, you know, that's the market that they want to be in. Yeah, for uh, sure. Visa and MasterCard. Yeah, I mean, Visa and MasterCard want to be anywhere anybody is making a transaction. So, yeah, that's that's definitely the the point there. But, yeah, I think they saw the writing on the walls that this was going to be a difficult slog. Mm. Zuckerberg stuck to his guns and was like, look, I have an important position in the world, um, you know, and I'm going to use that position to try to do good. Like it was a very like idealistic do goodery response. And he, he even told a congressman, he was like, I would hope that you would want me to do that kind of thing. But there were so many concerns and questions about what exactly Libra would be yeah. that, uh, they, they didn't, they weren't really buying it. They were like, okay, that's a pretty naive way of looking at this. This could go really negative, kind of like how Facebook, exploded and became negative too right 
So, I mean, it's a very realistic possibility that we'll never see Libra come to light of day. Yes. Uh, were there any initial projections, though, from economists out there as to what the potential impact of the introduction of a Facebook currency, cryptocurrency, what that would have been on current economic landscape? Uh, well, so here's here's another question. I mean, is Libra really a, a cryptocurrency? And I've heard people say no, it's it's not. Zuckerberg kept sure. saying that it was a payment. Uh, it was like a transaction vehicle or a payment network as opposed to a mm, cryptocurrency. Right. Mm. I think that's semantics. Well, I mean, they, Facebook's really kind of leaned hard into the the cryptocurrency angle. Just I don't know. Maybe maybe they think it it sounds more innovative and more you know future looking. But yeah. I, I think the most promising thing, again, what Zuckerberg said was, um, you know, being able to transfer money anywhere around the world extremely cheaply, instantaneously, right. like a text message. And that sounds really cool. But the problem is, is that there's a reason payments are the way that they are. Mm. And there's a lot of like, um, you know, a, a lot of a lot of hurdles in making payments because a lot of government. Well, there are a lot of checks and there's exactly. checks and balances, right, to make sure there isn't fraudulent schemes or right, things or, can't or be abused. terrorist funding. Right, or right. There's, there's all kinds of reasons right. why there are all these checks and balances in the system. And you know, Zuckerberg could have arguably said, "Look, the U.S. dollar can be used for funding certain things like that too," because it's not like you guys are tracking the dollar. And I think he was smart to not bring that up. Yeah, but um you know, dollars can be used in a similar fashion when it's actually like the hard cash. But um, I, I think creating it as a digital currency that's global could potentially make that even easier for bad actors to oh, yeah. do that kind of thing. Yeah. There was another interesting moment. I forget who uh, who said it, but somebody asked Zuckerberg if he would be comfortable leaving his uh, daughters, their inheritance yeah. in Libra. Oh, oh, that's a great question. Yeah, and he ultimately said he kind of yes. Hemmed and, but he said yes. Uh. Yeah, he ultimately said yes because he was like, it's backed. Every Libra is backed by like actual currency. Right. So he said, but it was kind of funny that like he seemed unprepared for that response. Yeah. And was like, what initially was question. just like, what kind wow. of? Yeah. He was like, like the look on his face. I was thinking like. <laughs> He's like, what kind of idiot would leave their inheritance <laughs> in Libra? And then he was like, no, no, let's, let's answer yeah, the way yeah. I should. Let's double down on this. <laughs> yeah. uh, probably soon. We don't know anything yeah. immediately, but there was he, he went to Capitol Hill last year. He went this year. This is probably going to be a continuation. Wasn't he there pre- just like a little while ago? Not, not for a public hearing. I mean, he's gone to D.C. a lot. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I don't think this is the last time he'll be dragged before Congress. I think he's he's definitely gotten a lot of attention on the hearing circuit whereas and and Sundar Pichai is another one that yep. also had to sit through one of these. Like there are a handful of others that haven't as much. Jeff Bezos is one of them. I think Tim, Tim Cook Tim Cook did have to sit through one of these. Yeah, but like yeah. Yes. Yeah, when is Bezos? When is Bezos getting his day? We'll find out. I mean, like, apparently he's trying to, like, control all of Washington, D.C. So he's avoiding he's avoiding it at all costs. So I, I don't know. But there's a lot more attention going on at big tech. So yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if something like that were to eventually happen. I mean, with the elections ramping up, too, it's just there's just going to be more scrutiny in this, the sector. So, yeah. Yeah. So what will be the thing that ultimately ropes uh, – Zuckerberg back in. Uh, we were talking about how they're perpetually tone deaf 
they get investigated for <laughs> privacy concerns. Let's release a home webcam. Uh, everything's going to hell in a handbasket. Let's introduce our own cryptocurrency. What's going to be the next stupid tone deaf thing that Facebook does that gets them in trouble? It wouldn't surprise me if it was Libra again. It was pretty clear to me from the hearing that uh, the House was extremely concerned about a major tech company like Facebook creating something that could actually threaten the dollar. I mean, like they take that kind of thing very, very seriously. Uh, so, yeah, it might be the next data breach for sure. But I think they're going to be paying very, very close attention to Libra and they might try to squash it altogether. I mean, I imagine... He might get called up for election or ads or something yeah. like that again. I mean, so again, many with, things. With 20, yeah, there are so many issues. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's definitely gonna, you know, it, it'll have to be something big because he's gonna try to send somebody else. Yeah, which he's done that's before. True. Like yeah. he, I think over uh, Cambridge Analytica, you know, he sent uh, Shrep, their yep. CTO, yep. to do and he sent David Marcus David over Marcus Libra before this. Yeah, so in July, he'll so. he'll try to send somebody else before he actually has to yeah. get on the hot seat again. I'm yeah, sure he doesn't enjoy it. <laughs> he's, I'm sure he doesn't, but at the same time, he's actually gotten pretty good at it. Well, you, you know, know, with repetition, you get better, right? Right, right exactly. <laughs> like makes perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was he was a little. He was obviously less robotic. He wasn't right. super defensive. Like I said, I thought he did what he needed to do as far as avoiding any gaffes. Mm. It just like the things that he couldn't prevent were that he just got lit up. Yeah. You know, and that yep. was that was because Congress was basically like. We're coming after you. Yep. Like we don't like a lot of. We're not gonna. Well, doing. we're not gonna look stupid again. Right. Again. That too. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, what do you what do you need to do to be successful in like something like this? You just have to like be polite. Um, yeah. You just sort of take it. Take not the say any, Not say anything that'll become a headline. You know. Not so, do anything that goes viral. Yeah. Right. Try to avoid any kind of like weird or unusual or awkward or viral potentially viral moments. Right. Right. Again, the best case scenario was the last time he was there. When the, the the just the Congress members seem so woefully unprepared. I, I think the the the, the we sell ads that that little moment there that was like that would have been considered a mistake, right? Like he probably for him for him because like that clearly set off Congress like doing their homework and like coming back. That's twice a good strong. point. I, I didn't think of it that way. Like, I kind of felt like that was him showing that they they didn't understand. How no, it was it was, but I think it also like the long term implication. The long term implication yeah. was like, okay, we're not doing that again. <laughs> we're not going to let you dunk on us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not how these things work. Like I think if they just continue to sort of take his licks and whatever, like it would have been a lot less. Like this time around, I think the impact would. That's have been an interesting less- insight. I hadn't thought of it that way, but you're you're absolutely right that um, they did not want to have one of those viral moments yeah. be yeah. against them because ultimately they're the ones that call the hearing. They're <laughs> they the ones looked, that said it. They looked so bad after that first hearing. It was so, it was pretty bad. Yeah. It was pretty bad, and they, it was like two days of hearings, and in both, he he just like walked away feeling pretty damn good about himself. I would say. Right. My hot take is that Congress didn't actually learn anything. They just let their kids and grandkids watch the live web stream and then would send SMS text messages to grandma and grandpa to try to help get them through the questioning. Entirely possible. Wait, to grandma and grandpa? Grandma and grandpa are the Congress members. Oh, God, it's all right. Yeah, I missed that. Sorry, I, I'd, be impressed if, <laughs> I'd be impressed if those grandkids know uh, are, are thoroughly aware of what cryptocurrency are. <laughs> I know, uh, that's okay. the grandkids that's, on Facebook. <laughs> sure. Is, is, are they? True. Oh, definitely not. No, they're all on Instagram. <laughs> no, I was going to say Snap, probably not Snap. Yeah. 
TikTok. I don't know. I'll just keep Definitely saying Definitely TikTok. Yeah. yeah. I like this question from Eric before we uh, shut things down. How do you avoid going viral? Well, ask any number of the celebrities in the past two years who have gotten uh, taken down for some, uh, let's call it distasteful tweeting. Uh, I think that's how you avoid going viral. I mean, sometimes you can't, obviously. Like, it's it's a lot of this stuff is unintentional, and I think that's part of why it becomes viral, but... I don't know. Try to be as boring as possible. Yeah, yes. And, and repeat your talking points. Yeah. 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 Uh, which we as journalists don't like. So I know. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. We're just giving everybody yeah, the road. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, go viral. Go viral. Avoid, just go viral when you're talking to us. Avoid giving yeah, us things repeat, to write about. Repeat your talking points to everyone else. But when you're talking to us. Be real. Come yeah, on. be cool. That's how yeah, the real content. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep your PR people <laughs> out of it, obviously. It's a terrible idea if you want to avoid it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of going viral, why don't you guys go ahead and throw a like and subscribe and all that jazz and tell your friends all about us. We're here on YouTube. We're on Periscope. We're on CNET.com. Maybe more places soon. Hell, I don't know. I can't keep track of anything. But we are done for the week. <laughs> TikTok. And thanks, everybody, for uh, your patience once again. And Ben, go ahead and send us home. Yes, and I would like to start by saying way to go, BVG, for fixing our technical difficulties. Yes. It was not not easy. So well done. He spent two days really marshalling Basically this back Basically rebuilding together. our entire system. Yes. Yes, yes. from We're very, very, very lucky to have yes. you. Yeah, no, it's, it's been fan. Fantastic, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, BVG needs to take a nap now. So thanks, everyone, for making this week work for you at home. We'd love it if you subscribed and rang the bell so you can join us on the regular here weekday mornings. But we're off till Monday. So have a great weekend, everybody. For The Daily Charge, I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Rich Neva. Thanks, everybody, for joining. <laughs>